in any moment of decision, the best thing that you can do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. Theodore Roosevelt. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we will be discussing tough-minded leadership. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Every great leader has a very high degree of mental toughness. I have seen it throughout my leadership tenure. I have looked at great leaders that I wanted to emulate. I wanted not only the results that they had, I wanted the presence that they had, I wanted the impact that they had, and one common ground that these great leaders all have is mental toughness. Sometimes people will call this stubborn. Sometimes people will call this uh, hard to get along with. However, it isn't just about being stubborn. Although I would say that there is an element of stubbornness to being tough-minded and to, be, to having mental toughness. Being tough-minded makes for great leaders. Being tough-minded makes for great entrepreneurs because tough-minded people keep moving forward uh, and keep moving towards their goals despite all kind of ridicule, all kind of this is never going to work, no matter what it might be. They keep moving forward. They can take all the ridicule from people because they understand that these people can't appreciate what they're trying to achieve. They don't feel like they're crazy. If anything, tough-minded leaders, they think the rest of the world is crazy and they're the only one with sanity. But mental toughness isn't necessarily something that we're born with, as some people believe. Mental toughness is a set of characteristics that we can all learn. That should give every leader listening some great hope, especially the leader listening that might be an introvert, that might consider themselves passive, that might not consider themselves as being somebody that is good at holding folks accountable. This, these are learned characteristics. I have coached or mentored several leaders in my tenure. And I have had more than one discussion with a leader that has told me that they don't think that leadership is for them because they're too soft. You know, they think originally it's for them because they, they think they're going to make money, they're going to have more influence, they like being the boss, but then they get in there and they hit a buzzsaw. They, they start letting people steamroll them. And then I talk to these types of leaders because I'm identifying with some of these challenges and they just come flat out and they say, Jeff, I don't think leadership's for me because I think I'm too soft or they, they package it this way. I think I care too much. Well, listen, let me give you this information. You can be tough-minded and still care. You don't have to package it that way. It can be learned. Tough-minded can be a learned thing. So go chase it down. I'm going to give you some pointers on that today. What I would say to that leader and any leader that is listening that defines themselves as soft is that this can be learned. So stretch, stretch your thinking, stretch your willingness to go places maybe that you've never been. 
I would also tell you that without being tough-minded, that your leadership journey will most likely end fast or possibly even be prolonged with agony. But either way, it's not going to be fun and most likely it will end. However, you might be so good tactically that, that it prolongs, your leadership journey prolongs, but here it is, it's a slow death. It's going to be agonizing. You have to be tough-minded to be effective. And I know some of you are saying, and I've often heard it throughout my career, Jeff, I thought you were all about servant leadership, employee engagement, endearing your employees. How can you be all of those things and tough-minded at the same time? Yes, I am about all of those things. But I assure you, being tough-minded and being all those things can both happen. You see, the key to being tough-minded is being tough-minded with a tender heart. When you strike this balance, your effectiveness as a leader skyrockets. Think about that. Tough-minded with a tender heart. You can do both. Tough-minded on focus, tender-hearted on flexibility. Tough-minded on values, tender-hearted in appreciation. Tough-minded on standards, but tender-hearted about purpose. Tough-minded, absolutely, on accountability, but very tender-hearted in admiration. You got to know the balance. You got to strike the balance consistently as a leader. You see the difference in being tough-minded and tender-hearted? You don't have to be one or the other. You have to strike the balance of both. Too much of anything will be unhealthy. Do not mistake a tender heart for a weak mind. Adversely, don't confuse a tough mind for being heartless. We put these labels on ourselves. We put these labels on leaders. If you see somebody with a tough mind, sometimes we're quick to say, yeah, you know, they just don't care about anything but themselves. They don't care about anything but the results. You might be going one way too much. Or if you're too tenderhearted, you're going to be labeled as soft, a wuss, a pushover. We can't have that either. Tough mind, tender heart. Got to find the balance, folks. Here are some habits that tough-minded leaders have developed. The first thing is they manage their emotions. Mentally tough people have learned when it's safe to share their feelings. And look, you can still be vulnerable doing this, but the, the, the tough-minded people, they only tend to open up with people they trust and whose support they can count on. It can get very, very sensitive in leadership, especially the more you move up in influence. You have to be very, very careful of what you're sharing. And that's not me saying to be robotic. And that's not me saying not to be vulnerable, but I will say, as you grow in your leadership tenure, you're going to have to be very guarded on who you share your feelings with. These types of tough-minded leaders can control their emotions in situations where it might be seen as a sign of weakness and turned against them. You got to be guarded on that. You have to be wise to who you have in that inner circle that you're sharing the most vulnerable things with so that it doesn't compromise you and it's not used against you. This isn't easy to do, but it starts with a sensitivity to others that lets you determine who you can depend on and who you can't. At some point, you're going to have to put trust in people, there's no doubt. But this trust should be earned, not given. It's got to be earned. It's through, it's through relationship. It's through time. It's through trusting them with the little things. Trust them with the little, make them ruler over much. 
you got to put these kind of people around you that you can trust. So tough-minded leaders, they never wear their emotions on their sleeve, regardless of the capacity of the challenge at hand. Never wear your emotions on your sleeve. That's not me telling you not to be sensitive or if something strikes your heart, uh, you get emotional. But what I'm saying is, is that if all hell's breaking loose, that's not the time for the, the leader to freak out. They need to manage their emotions. Tough-minded leaders do this. We see this a lot in the military. You can't just freak out because bombs are dropping or an enemy's attacking. That's your time to shine as a leader. That's your time to find perspective. So how is this done? How do you not get rattled when the biggest adversities are thrown your way as a leader? Here's the answer. Tough-minded leaders are laser-focused on the mission more so than the problem. You can't be naive to problems. Problems are going to happen. But when you have a focus that is so much on the mission, the, the problems aren't as big of a deal. It doesn't allow you to get rattled because the mission doesn't change. So I would tell you to find perspective and to manage your emotions, make sure that you never forget about the end. Always have the end in mind. Number two, Tough-minded leaders are very self-confident. You've never come across a tough, confident leader that what didn't have own personal self-confidence. Attempting anything outside the scope of what most people do requires a higher-than-normal degree of self-confidence. Your leadership excellence will be driven on how self-confident you are. The people that lack confidence, they're going to have a very low ceiling. It's a fact. Listen, it doesn't make you a bad person, but I'm telling you, you're not going to lead at high levels with a tough-minded environment if you don't have uber confidence. You have most likely heard at some point that if you want things you've never done, you will have to be willing to do things you've never done. It's absolutely true. The most tough-minded leaders aren't born confident. They continuously push their boundaries and move beyond the fear. That's why you have to be willing to do things you've never done to gain self-confidence. I remember when my kids were growing up, I would do this with them. You know, they wouldn't want to talk to a stranger. Now, look, I get it. Like, you're supposed to teach your kids not to do that. I didn't do that. I told them to talk to strangers. I, we would be at a gas station, and I would tell my son, look, I'll give you a dollar if you go over there and ask that guy, uh, you know, where's the closest ice cream shop? Anything, just to get them uh, outside of their comfort zone. You know, leadership is a lot like that. Being tough-minded is a lot like that. Building self-confidence, it's a lot like that. You have to push through your boundaries and move beyond your fears. Self-confidence is a subject in and of its own, but what I would tell you is this on self-confidence. The essence of building self-confidence, it's going to require you as a leader and as an individual to push through discomfort. It's going to require that you are willing to do things that you didn't even think were possible. It's going to require that you take calculated risks. What are those things in your life, leader? What are those things that have been holding you back? You know, I coach some leaders, and one of their biggest fears is shooting a video uh, to promote something on social media or LinkedIn. You got to push through some of that stuff. What is it that's holding you back and, you know, holding you back from being that tough-minded, confident leader? Push through the discomfort because there's going to be discomfort of the task or discomfort of not reaching your potential. But either way, there's going to be discomfort. Push through it. Number three, 
Tough-minded leaders choose whom they associate with wisely. Mentally tough people hang out with other positive thinkers and trailblazers who share similar goals. I want to challenge every leader listening, you know, for business, nonprofit, whatever it might be. Who are you hanging out with and what is that doing to your leadership brand? You need to get around people that support each other, celebrate each other's achievements. You know, whenever they're surrounded by negativity, great tough-minded leaders, they manage to tune it out. They tune it out because I, I don't need to tell you if you're in leadership. There's a lot of negativity to go around. This, though, takes practice, but it's the only way to prevent negative people from draining your valuable time and your energy. I would implore every leader that is listening to take this advice to heart because as a leader, you will learn very quickly that not everyone thinks like you. As a matter of fact, I would tell you that most don't. I have found it to be true that there are always going to be the naysayers. There's always going to be the Debbie Downers and people that have a thousand reasons as to why something won't work rather than one reason why it will. Sounds dismal, Jeff. I'm just giving you reality here. This is this is a slap of reality. And if you're in leadership, you know what I'm saying is true. To be tough-minded, it will be critical that you surround yourself with winners. If you allow negativity into your life, it will drain every ounce of optimism out of you and will leave you asking yourself if it is all worth it at all. You got to be around like-minded people. This will safeguard your sanity when the overwhelming majority of people can be negative. Who is in your circle? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people that are where you want to be? Are you surrounding, or, or to make you feel warm and fuzzy, are you surrounding yourself with people that are inferior to you? And this is not a, a complex issue that I'm presenting to anybody, like, you know, that you're better than anybody. I'm not saying that. But we should be the ones that are driving influence, not being influenced. We need to be influenced by people that are now where we want to be, and we should be influencing people that, that are we're where they want to be. We can't get that mixed up because if we're allowing people that are reporting to us or the naysayers or the negativity to start influencing us, our tough-minded leadership goes to the wayside and our leadership effectiveness will not be anywhere close to where it needs to be. Number four on tough-minded leadership. Tough-minded leaders, they say no when they have to. Many people say yes even when they don't want to, just in order to please others. Then they end up regretting it and they complain about it after it. I can't believe I gave in. I can't believe I let her do it to me again. Let him do it to me again. Tough-minded people have learned the great value in saying no. They can say no without feeling guilty, hedging their answers or making excuses. Listen, being a leader of tough-mindedness you should not be uh, coming up with answers that manipulate people. It's okay to say no. You know, hey, let me think about it. Hey, I kind of see your point, but maybe we should get some other points on this. No. If there's a reason to say no, say no. Don't make excuses for it either. Don't apologize for saying no. Decisiveness is so important, and what you say no to is critical. This shows others around these types of leaders that they're not pushovers and shouldn't be approached with unreasonable demands. 
Don't ever let the fear of losing someone in your organization cause you to compromise this principle. Why do I say that? I've seen it happen too many times. As leaders, we have got to set firm boundaries. These should be boundaries that are baked into what our vision is for our organization and our people. And we set these boundaries, we set high expectations, and we're willing to say no, even if that means losing peak performers because we're not willing to compromise the culture. You will lose people over this, and it's okay. However, if you lack standards and you lack boundaries as a leader, the tail will end up wagging the dog, and that is not how it's designed to work. Be a leader that is fair, that is firm, and is consistent at all times. This creates a brand and a leadership culture that will help you avoid so many unnecessary discussions and explanations about your standards. You should not be explaining yourself to everybody at all times. This, this is not me telling you that you shouldn't be a communicator. Yes, you should communicate. Yes, at times you should even caucus and get feedback. But you should not be explaining to everybody every single time you make a decision. At some point, trust has to be built, and people need to trust your leadership decision-making. Make sure that you know what to say no to and make sure you're decisive. Number five, tough-minded leaders don't compare themselves to others. Leaders who develop mental toughness do not pay much attention to what others think of them. You know, I've seen some of these memes or, you know, things on social media where you have this roaring lion that says, I don't listen to what a sheep has to say or something like that. You know, you see that picture and it's like, man, this is kind of true. This is, this is kind of a good point. Why would we give a sheep so much credit? Why would we let them dictate how we're going to think? Great leaders, tough-minded leaders, people with, who have developed mental toughness, they don't pay much attention to what others think of them. Wow, Jeff, that seems pretty cold and calloused. It may. It absolutely may. What I didn't say was that I don't care what people think. I said... That, that, that great leaders with mental toughness don't pay much attention to it. There's a difference in those two things. Of course I care what people think of me. I want to be revered as a leader that had great impact, that had great influence, that had a heart for people, that, that got results. I want all of those things. But here's the reality. I know that not everybody's going to think that way about me. So I can't spend my time paying attention to it. You know, some of you leaders out there that are listening, some of the people that I coach, that I mentor, they'll let a 10-second conversation of somebody saying, I think you suck as a leader, ruin the other, what is it, 84,000 seconds of the day. You've just lost a whole day because one person said a 10-second statement where they think you suck as a leader. You're going to let that affect your leadership ability? You're going to let that affect your tough-mindedness? One person? No. These kind of people, it's their goal that motivates them. It's, it's, the, it's their mission that drives them, not how well they measure up to others. You know, your, your peer group, or the people ahead of you, or even your business competition. That's not the competition. Your goals are the competition. Your potential is, is the competition. That's what motivates tough-minded leaders. That's what drives their inner being, not what other people are saying, not even what other people are doing. It's what they're doing that motivates them. Sure, no question about it. 
you should respect others' opinions. But tough-minded leaders, they take full responsibility for the decisions and the outcomes, and they don't pass the blame when things aren't going well. You need to see yourself as your biggest benchmark. Mentally tough leaders measure themselves based on whether they're a better leader now than once they, who they were before. I believe that to be absolutely true. Here's why that's so important. At some, at some point, leader, you're going to arrive at a title, at a place of influence, in a position that you never dreamed you would ever be. And quite frankly, in your organization, you're about as good as it will ever get. That's when sometimes leaders get soft. They get weak. They're saying, look how good I am. I'm saying, that's great. You, you're, you're good. You got the title. You got the corner office. But here's my challenge, as it always is. Are you better than those around you? Or you, have you reached your potential? Being better than those around you is not impressive if you haven't reached your potential. You are your own competition. So in summary, the five things that the greatest tough-minded leaders do that we all need to continually develop. Number one, they manage their emotions. Number two, they're self-confident. Number three, they choose whom to associate with wisely. Number four, they say no when they need to. And number five, they don't compare themselves to others. Listen, if you're going to excel and transcend in leadership, allow your tough mind and tender heart to navigate. Allow your tough mind and tender heart to integrate. Don't be too far left. Don't be too far right. Integrate the two. Remember, we cannot be too much of one thing and not enough of the other. We must find balance in everything, in our personal life, in business, and especially in effective leadership. I really appreciate you all joining today, as always. Listen, don't forget, we're taking registrations now for you to enter into one of our two virtual leadership development groups. For more information on that and to get registered, go to thechampionforum.com forward slash groups. That's the championforum.com forward slash groups. One more time, the championforum.com forward slash groups. And until next time, always remember, you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead, inspire, win.